Wow, that's really loud. <laughs> that's what she said. I can't hear you. My eardrums are deaf. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's smooth. Like a baby's bottle, right? Mm-hmm. Like sandpaper. trying to think of something she can't because we are dummies we're movie dummies guys welcome to the movie dummies podcast the podcast where regular people just talk about movies and stuff they watch yeah because it's not all movies sometimes it's video games and books and books and podcasts and podcasts and like TV. this one. Ooh, i've got a podcast recommendation for y'all i am joe i am shannon uh, Matt. We may be joined by our fellow podcast friends as we're in progress, but y'all, we got stuff to do, so we're going to get started. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's get uh, started. So who's going first? Let's get started. Do I get to go first? Go first. Me? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Sorry. <laughs> um, Answer the question. <laughs> uh I have finished Kipo season two this week with my boys, and I'm looking forward to season three. They just dropped season three, Kipo, uh, Age of the Wonder Beast, onto Netflix this week, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening. I'm really into the show, and so are the boys. Uh, It's just adorably cute, and I love it. I'm really enjoying it can't suggest it enough to those that need something that's just good and wholesome Mm, it's got some other stuff in there um i also finished the boys season two and i want to know if my fellow movie dumbers did too well of course i did we watched it together matt did i uh i watched two additional episodes which means i'm on episode four i think oh oh yeah, it, got some... it doesn't end like the first season. Kind of doesn't land on a cliffhanger. No, this one ends like they weren't sure if they were going to get renewed. Mm. That's true. Because like if there's yeah, no more episodes, if, if there's no more episodes, you'd be all right with it. Well, that kind of bothers me because I want there to be more episodes. I think that yeah, there's definitely more episodes. Kripke's already hired Jensen Eccles to be in season three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. It's just, and now I'm looking forward to season three, just for Jensen Eccles himself. Yeah. Um, but I am quite like unprepared for what's gonna happen. Like I can't. I was excited looking forward to season two, but now it's a little like unsure. Like I don't know where it's gonna go in season three. <clears throat> If that makes any sense. Into the great wide open. I think the big cliffhanger of season one was the fact that Homelander had a child. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, and, I think it ends mm-hmm. with Carl Urban on the front lawn of Becca's house. Right. Right? <laughs> yes. And you're like, what the? Huh? W- She's alive? F, I think I'm having a stroke. And that was a good cliffhanger. Misty Tango Foxtrot. <laughs> It was wild. It was. It. It's a satisfying ending. There's. It's a satisfying ending to season two. It's not I like. Really, yeah, go ahead. I really want to binge watch it, but like, I can only take so much. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, Some yeah. of the sexual and violence and yuckiness. Okay, I yeah, will spoil something for you. Yeah, when they land in the whale and like his heart like is still beating, I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> <laughs> when so there's a scene where uh, Huey has to watch someone like babysit them, and this person is mm. watching porno, <laughs> and he's watching <laughs> the seven knockoff cuck porn oh. god. with a guy named Homebanger. Banging a guy's wife, <laughs> banging a guy's Jesus. wife in front of him. Uh, it's awful, and it's really, really funny. Awful, but it makes you know what it made me think of. It made me think of all the times Dean was watching Busty Asian Beauties, and I think Kripke has had an idea for shit like this in his head. 
because <laughs> like he evidently had ideas that like for funny porn to put into supernatural yes you know I what i mean understand what you mean because it, it was hilarious i mean it looked like porn too but it was also very very funny because he's like oh you like it when i fuck your wife <laughs> And it's it was, like, yes, I do, home banger. It was just, <laughs> but it's oh, so Lord. funny because it's so absurd. It is, and it's. <sighs> Shannon obviously didn't like it. <laughs> it was the most uncomfortable ten minutes on the screen. For but you were also laughing. It was for ten minutes. <laughs> yes. Oh my oh, goodness! Jesus. And there's more than that one. Matthew. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's more than other... home banger. <laughs> He's got like a whole collection no, of porno. Mm. It yeah. That's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. For you. Yes, I cannot wait. <laughs> I don't have you met Sean Ashmore yet in the series too? Uh the, no, I don't think Lamp so. Lighter. The last episode Lamplighter. No. He, he ends up playing a guy named Lamplighter, which is very very fun cuz he's the opposite of Iceman. Oh, nice. Which is cool. Yeah, I, uh, the last episode ended with uh, Kamiko was like staring at the screen at uh, what's her face because she killed her brother. Oh, Stormfront. oh, Stormfront. Yeah, yeah. where you oh. find out Stormfront's kind of evil. Kind of evil. I hate that. Oh, it gets worse, Matt. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. No, 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 no. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. All I'm going to say is that is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I can imagine. She, yeah, I, kn- I didn't like her from the start. Man. Right, she's unlikable for sure. She's like evil, like Homelander is, but she's even worse than Homelander. Ugh, mm. I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean, uh, you don't know? Ugh. Okay, uh, to no them, more spoilers. No yeah. more spoilers! Okay, okay, let's Spoiler alert! Joe and I watched a series called Evil this week, starring who? Luke Cage. And... Who's the bad guy? I don't have Luke my Cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a character that plays Coulter, Luke Cage. Mike Coulter, the guy who plays oh, Luke Cage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Luke Cage is in it. <laughs> uh, the guy who played Ben on Lost. What's his name? Um, I don't know his name. Um, Dude, Michael Emerson oh. is like. An evil guy, Katja Herbers, plays Kristen Bouchard, and she played Ed Harris's daughter on Westworld. Mm. That's so where you might know her from. This series is about a priest in who, training. In training is um, investigating super supernatural uh, events. Let's he, just he investigates. Make it- he investigates stuff for the Catholic Church. Yes. So he wants to be a priest. Broad. He works for the Catholic Church. It's a very Catholic view on religion and demons and angels and stuff. And he has a team. He has like a technology uh, specialist yep. that will explain like, well, they just did a deep fake here or something. And then he has a psychologist as well. Um, but it's very, it's very Catholic-y. Yes, I would say. But it has a lot going for it that because of uh, Luke Cage, his character, it, mm-hmm. you, you're just drawn into the show to watch him. Yeah, he's charming as hell. Mike Holter. Yeah, for sure. And he's smaller. He's not his big Luke Yeah, he's self. not absolutely swole. I mean, he's still big. To me, it's kind of like a, a take. It's like supernatural, but with a team of two boys and a girl. I'm sorry, it's an X-Files ripoff. Oh, yeah, you said that before. That's true, X-Files was very Catholic. It's the will-they-won't-they type of uh, the guy who's the believer, the girl who's the the non-believer, the skeptic. Um, They have an attraction for each other, but it doesn't seem like they're ever really going to act on it. It's X-Files, except it's based upon religion instead of science fiction. David Duchovny, why won't you love me? <laughs> Sorry, what? So I believe it's new on Netflix. So Yeah, it's evil. a CBS show. Oh. You can go e- check mail. it out. Um, and then we're going to watch our final episode of Lovecraft tonight. Ooh. I'm, night I'm tonight. not sure with this show. 
it's got a Shannon lot of doesn't hype. like it but i love the shit out of it it is like all over hbo go about how it's the greatest new show and how you have to get into this show and i don't know if it's because of the weirdness that it has to it that's kind of turning me off but it is so it hits you really deep I can tell you that it makes me really think about some of the views I've had and some of the thoughts that I've had and where they've come from. And uh, even though it's based on like witches and but it's during a very um, talked about time because is this during the civil rights time? It's like, yeah. Yeah. So definitely it's crazy. Uh, to really put myself within that time period because I feel like I am when I watch the show. I can't imagine being a person of color during that time. Nope. And the fact that he's exploring all this witchcraft stuff. At it's the not. Same a, it's magic. It's not necessarily witchcraft. I, I mean, that's like you're painting a very specific picture okay, with, with the word witchcraft. It's just magic. True. It's magic. I don't know, that one uh, episode where she's in space and she's going through time. Yo, it was bonkers. That was, Not going through time. She's traveling through parallel dimensions. That freaked me right out. It's weird. Yeah. I could have done without that The show is weird. One. But it's weird on purpose because Lovecraft was weird. Mm-hmm. H.P. Lovecraft was a effing weirdo. And it's so interesting that they picked this time period and black people to be represented because he was also super racist. Really? Yes. Yeah, big time racist. I had no idea. At least uh, maybe he wasn't, but I'm pretty sure that no, he, of his he, books was. He for sure was. He, he had a couple early things where he was like, black people are far inferior to everyone. All this other stuff. Wow. Well then they did a really good job with this series to make you be like more sympathetic not sympathetic, empathetic, really, because I was like, I can't imagine what these people are going through at this time. So, yeah, this is definitely done this way on purpose as a response to his white supremacy views. Good. Yeah, just drink that water. <sighs> it's delicious water. Everybody has it. <laughs> While H.P. Lovecraft <laughs> did leave a lasting mark on speculative fiction, he was also an avowed racist and a terrible wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> a wordsmith? That's the wording they use? Yeah. I'm someone who smiths words. His, his fictional work has gone beyond, it's like in the ethos now with his Cthulhuism and just this weird shit. Tentacle born. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs> that that genie's already out of the bottle. He's become part of a lexicon that's larger than him. So you don't mm -hmm. like to make something that's Lovecraftian. I don't think is necessarily honoring his racist views mm. like this, like Lovecraft Country, which is actually absolutely like flies in the face of his racism, is dope to me. It was a very interesting move. I really think the series is on a scale to me, and how well this last episode is will tell me if I'm really into it all the way. I guess sure. that one episode just threw me. They take a whole break for a whole episode. I mean, it is tough. So interdimensional travel. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's all I have for you. Who's next? Matt. Matt. Well, um, I have a few recommendations. Um, we did talk about the boys. Uh, yeah, man, that... Yeah. It's weird because I can stomach anything, right? Like, I've seen the most sh fucked up shit they have put into film. But, like, I just... I can only take so much of this before I'm like, okay, I'm, I need to take a break. I'll watch... Maybe I'll watch more tomorrow. Um, it's It's kind of gut-wrenching in multiple ways like uh yeah i don't know but uh i'm liking it so far you know it it seems like one of the type of shows where it's like well we have to build up and keep building up and building up and then in the end the uh what's the word i'm looking for the the big climax will kind of be the reward kind of deal oh not that the show is boring or anything but like I mean, what, you know... <laughs> You're trudging through, you know, rivers of blood to get here. 
is it going to be worth exactly it? yeah right, oh. right right yeah um interesting i enjoyed it i'll say that that might mean shit all to you but <laughs> i enjoyed it excellent uh also i uh, had talked uh the last recommendation episode about Baldur's Gate yeah a uh, game super old video game uh i'm pretty sure i had mentioned that the third one was coming out uh soon which would have been a few days ago uh i bought it i played it it's freaking amazing Baldur's uh, Gate kind 3? of yeah i'm kind of blown away uh because it's early access to so like even though there's bugs and glitches and uh the game you can't i think you can get to the end of act one I played it for like 35 hours. Uh, it's Dang. just awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely recommend it. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, what what stuff they release to finish the game, basically. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, when I started playing, I was kind of blown away. Uh, because one of the first things you do is you like break out of this thing and then you've got to make like this savings throw or uh yeah yeah no not savings throw like a uh like a some kind of roll where you yes that's it no you make it like a (laughs) dice roll uh and if you played like pen and paper rpgs uh, you know that means something to you. If you haven't, then don't worry about it. But right. <laughs> it has you like it has you click like an actual dice, and then the results match up to what you're supposed to target for it, and it's kind of neat. Game over. Yes, Arnie. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also uh, watched a movie and an anime. Uh, I only only watched a couple episodes of the anime. It's called The Promised Neverland. It's super bizarre and seems pretty fucked up so far. So I probably wouldn't recommend anybody listening watch it unless you're kind of into that. Kind of What's thing. it called? The Promised What? Neverland. Okay. And what's the movie you watched? Uh, Enola Holmes. Oh, okay. Oh, I want to hear what you thought of it. I liked it. Um, I don't know. I have, some mixed, <laughs> I, have mix, I have some mixed feelings about it. Uh, I really enjoyed the overall kind of arc and storyline and all that, and a lot of the stuff that went on. I kind of would have liked to see a lot more of the like intrigue and problem solving and all that stuff. It's not that it doesn't happen. It's just that, like, oh, well, yeah, I noticed that this... These people had like purple ribbons on their stuff, so this must mean what this means. And it's like, okay, uh, great, you noticed something. Now, <laughs> you know, and there's not a lot of hard deduction going on. Right. If you think. I'm so, with you on that for sure. I think it was more cute to see the interaction between the family, mm-hmm. if anything. Not the deduction that was occurring. Right. To me, it was like, I didn't see the whole thing, so obviously I missed out on some of the the background stuff that would have made it more interesting for me. But it just seemed like a movie that there was nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't, like, great. Sure. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I think... You didn't do anything wrong. This was movie... I don't know, Matt, maybe you feel the same way, but I think this was a movie geared towards everybody like my kids even enjoyed watching this Mm -hmm. it's not a rated movie it's a hallmark movie sure i guess let's not go that far yeah (laughs) it's an appropriate sherlock holmes ish movie for the family Hmm. sherlock with less heroin Yes. yes. Something like that. Okay. Very good. Enola Holmes. Um, I watched some stuff. You want to hear about it? Uh, sure. Yeah. Evil. Highly recommend the show. Super interesting. The Boys Season 2. Get on that. I started watching that new Netflix show, To the Lake. I'm a couple episodes in. 
Um, I wanted to give it a huge pass because it's not very. The dubbing isn't very good. Mm. Dubbing? You, yeah, you know these shows that are from Germany and Russia and stuff that they just dub. Oh. And instead of switching it back to Russian and just reading subtitles, I just left the dub mm-hmm. on, and it's not good. There was another show that was like the German one where they're in an airplane. Like, oh. Um. We can last tonight or some bullcrap like that. The dubbing was so bad. It wanted to like we bore my eyes out. It. Like yeah. I couldn't even watch it. Yeah, this one's of that same quality. But then the story gets pretty interesting, and um, there's like some, a couple people that are just so unlikable that you just want to like see them get their comeuppance <laughs> a little bit. Mm. Uh, it's a virusy plague movie um, type of deal, huh. which, is, which is neat in these times. So yeah, I, I do recommend it to the lake. Okay, wait, 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 back up. You said that what episode does it actually get good to watch? The, you, well, I was hooked by the end of the first episode. It it snagged me, but it's so weird. The cliffhanger for the first episode never gets resolved by episode two. Episode two just kind of starts after they've taken care of the issue, and they don't. I don't believe they ever said anything about it, or I totally missed it, which is possible because it was like four thirty in the morning. <laughs> so I was. I might have been not paying very close attention. I might have blanked right out. So somebody let me know, please. Moviedummies at gmail dot com. Let me know what I missed. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, after this second episode's over, I started episode three. Then Shannon woke up. So I stopped watching it. It was pretty good. So is it something I would actually enjoy? Nope. That's what I thought. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's not like zombie or horror. It's more like it's it's more along the lines of like people are the scariest thing. They are type of deal. Um, Monsters exist and they are humans. There's no jump scares. My bed. (laughs) Yeah. There's no jump scares or anything like that. So you'd be fine. And it's about a virus. Which might interest you. Oh, yawning time. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I watched the documentary, The Social Dilemma. Oh, yeah. Um, delete all your social media. That's all I have to say. All of it? Yep. Get rid of all of it. It was all made to just screw with you for money. It's pretty interesting because it's the creator of like... Um, certain sections of Twitter and certain sections of Facebook and stuff that they've grown a conscience since they did this and they realize how much damage they've caused. Yeah, so they, they wanted people to understand what it's what it's actually about. And mm-hmm. uh, the one guy's like, in Silicon Valley, we have a saying, if you can't identify the product, you're the product. <gasps> yep. So the customers for all the social media platforms are not you. The customers are the advertiser you are the product. Mm-hmm. And so you're being bought and sold a thousand times a day. And those social media platforms are engineered to keep you looking at them for as long as they possibly can. So your Facebook page looks different than every other person's Facebook page by design. It's engineered to keep you on. Uh, that yep. just upsets me. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. And to know that it's all for money too is pretty gross and like you yeah. talked about how this very type of thing has actually been adopted by news agencies oh yeah so that they can keep viewers on as long as they can but the thing the negative so this is a very these are things that can be used for very positive things right you can send your grandma pictures mm-hmm. of your kids mm-hmm. and she you know she's a thousand miles blah 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 blah, blah right mm-hmm. right however <laughs> the what the platforms are being used for and this is, they literally said, Facebook decided the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Facebook did. What? Yeah. yeah so all of the things you think you hear about Russian interference and stuff uh-huh. like that in the election, that's how they did it. Ugh. By posting fake news on Facebook. That makes kind of sense. Yep. And it's going to decide this election and probably every election until it's shut down. Hmm. Maybe I should delete my stuff. Maybe you should delete your social media. I don't know. I don't feel very good about it afterwards. And it made me think about how my relationship is with online stuff. 
like I already don't have a lot of social media anyways. So that's interesting. Like I found it, I, I, I felt like probably about three or four years ago that Facebook was just very bad anyways. So I got away from it Mm -hmm. and it made my life better. (laughs) So I kind of got rid of all social media and now I just text people when I want to talk to them. It's easier this way. It is, but then there are some people that I don't have sure. on. Sure. Like, yeah. But if they want to get a hold of you, they will. That's true. You know. But it is believable because when I am on Facebook, which I've done some major deleting over the last <laughs> month or so of you find out the true nature of some people and their beliefs and how they really try and force them down you. And you just are like, I don't want to see that. I just delete that. Yeah. Uh, and, but I can see a lot of posts be advertisements or, oh, I'm so tired of people bashing, you know, the mm. presidents and the uh, conversations that are happening. And that's just upsetting. To me, I, I only use Facebook anymore to communicate with a group that's trying to... Right. It's a teacher organization. Yeah, group. it's a more teacher-focused where we're talking about science in the classroom. We're talking about how to be safe in the classroom. We're talking about things that we're all experiencing and how to help each other. And I'm usually looking for those posts over everything else. Right. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? What is Facebook affecting you? You talking to me? Yeah. Yes, you, Matt. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I've spent. I used to spend a lot of time on Facebook, but uh, past I don't know, few months or so, I've just. I might go on a couple times a day and scroll through, and that's about it. Until your blood pressure goes I mean, up, and you realize I need some to do something better with my life. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, if I, if it's something that's just about politics or anything like that, I pretty much just scroll past it most of the time. And I just kind of look for memes and stuff to share. Gotcha. And that makes sense for sure. Angela. (laughs) Sorry, I'm late. It's all right. We're talking about a documentary on Netflix called the social dilemma. (laughs) Oh, you had made a comment about that in the feed, and I still watched it. Yeah, if you like your social media, I wouldn't watch it. I mean, I don't. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, watch it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I'm not, you know. I mean, like, I have it, and I look at it occasionally, Uh, but I don't really have a post on it. Why would I stop looking at it? You'll see. It's a spoiler alert type situation, or no? Just talking about how they've designed it specifically to manipulate you for money. Oh, oh! Well, I already know that. It's pretty interesting. Um, let's see. Yeah, I also I, watched. Oh, go ahead. What's up? Oh, I was just going to say, just the targeted ads are creepy enough as it is. It goes beyond targeted advertising. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But just that alone is creepy. Is rough. Yeah. The fact that I yeah. was like talking out loud to someone, and I get on Facebook, and I'm like, "Why is this here?" Yep. Well, your phone's always right? listening to you too. That creeps me out. My phone. I turned that off though. My phone is only supposed to be always listening if you have Hey Siri enacted, and I nope. don't. No, it's just always. Yeah, I don't. I've never had Siri, and I had uh, had a hernia surgery, and uh, you know, I I guess I would have had to have talked about it on the phone somehow. And I then after that got like a shit ton of about uh, medical mesh and lawsuits and all this stuff. Yep, like they were. No way they could have known that because that's medical information. You know, they can't. That's medical oh. record stuff. It, yeah, that's. So they uh, either. I, I must have mentioned it on the phone, I guess. I mean, you never Googled anything about it or anything like that? No, I mean, the, my doctor told me I needed it. So I was just like, all right, I mean. 
Let's do I'm going to argue with you about this. <laughs> what the fuck am yeah, I going to do about there, it? Your phone is like, it's not Facebook that's listening to you. It's your phone. Specifically Google. Because Google's the one who's pretty much selling the ads to everyone. Oh, no. That yeah. means I have to get off of Google. I mean, that is what it is. It's a don't hate the player, hate the game type of deal. Yeah, Google, like if you own an Android phone, it's even worse. Because it keeps a log on your phone of all the times it listened to you. What? Yikes. And you can actually, you used to be able to find that. Depending on your phone, yeah. And delete the log, or? No, you could like listen to it and it's fucking creepy. It's like, I was wondering, like, why do I have all these targeted ads for dog food? Like, I don't own a dog never searched for dog food but i happened to be talking about dog food to somebody once and <laughs> then a buddy of mine showed me on my server. phone where i could look to see all the times it recorded me my voice and it was like every 20 minutes for a year <laughs> that i had that phone yeah it's dope okay well it's no good you know no worries guys just keep <laughs> Uh, there goes my perfect murder setup. Jeez. Keep handling that metadata device. And, <laughs> um, um, good thing I learned how to hide my body through experience. <laughs> in good news, I watched Constantine <laughs> with Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Ooh, that movie is so good. Now I remembered the movie being very, very good, and I was, and I was like, yeah, I remember this movie being great, like for what it was, and then I watched it. Uh-oh. And it's just great, right? It's still freaking great. Oh. Right? So he's not a great John Constantine. I I'm not familiar with the with the comic book version of Constantine, so he's the only point of reference I have for sure. Constantine. He's his so group, I am but hold on. all about it. If we're he didn't change the DNA of the character. Okay, so it, it's acceptable to me. But it's it's he's John Constantine in the way that Christian Bale's Batman is Batman. Oh. He didn't comp- like the DNA's not completely changed, but it's it's a different take. And th- I like the take. It's okay. good. It was a fun movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. It is time. a lot of fun. And Peter Stormare is Yes. just the pentultimate the best uh second best Lucifer ever second best compared to who well he was the best until supernatural oh well which lucifer did you like the best pellegrino yeah oh yeah mark pellegrino i definitely think he plays the best lucifer i've ever seen pellegrino's pretty great his but Stormare is is great too. Yeah, he was do- he's doing a weird accent too, which is fun. And then uh, what's her face, the ancient one? Is oh, uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton is Gabriel, which is super fun. Rachel Vice is super fun in the movie because she's not Balthazar. like a damsel. She's not a damsel in distress. You got uh, Gavin Rosdale from Bush is Balthazar. Right. God, <laughs> he's what? great. He's great. But in he's it. great. Finger looking good, you know. I haven't. I need to watch this movie. I haven't seen that in a very long time. Who's the guy? The the, oh my gosh, the guy who's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Who? Star Lord. I'm just gonna go. Don't know whose voice that is, but I want to hear. He's Papa Midnight. Shia LaBeouf's (laughs) in this movie. Oh, Papa Midnight. Dijman Hansu is Papa Midnight. And Shia LaBeouf before he went crazy. Shia, well, it's great. Shia LaBeouf, I'm going to go ahead and give him a pass. You're going to give him a pass? Yeah, so he recognizes that what he's... He recognizes what he's done. So I, I'm going to give him a pass. And you know what? He may, He's a child Hollywood dude who probably got passed around a little bit and is all fucked up. I know. That's probably true. And so... He's he even made a, a movie about his life, how fucked up it was, called Honey Boy. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, and it's super no revealing. Idea. And yeah, it's very. He plays his own father in the movie. Oh, was his dad not a very you, good protector? I, I would recommend that people watch. It's. He, I feel bad for him. I give him a pass. If he can, if he okay. can get his shit together and be a functional adult, now I'll give him a pass. You know what I mean? 
because do I don't, it. I don't know how I would come out of that environment being normal. Well. No, there's no way. There's no way. There's I, Elijah I mean, Wood. Yeah, that you, you <laughs> either have a parent who keeps you away from all of it, like Elijah Woods. Yeah, or so. you sink for at least a while and go back crazy. Did this happen to girls too, not just guys? It's right? pretty much just oh, boys. Yeah. Oh, it was just boys? It's pretty much just boys, yeah. Because Oh, no. Some- it, no, it happened to girls too, for sure. Not as often, though. There is something odd about power brokers wanting to rape little boys Ew. throughout history. And it's not just in the film industry. It goes into yeah. like priesthood. It goes into all sorts of different things. It's really, really weird. That, it's really weird. Creepy. It's almost like they don't see it as counting or something because it's a boy. Or oh, it's even no. more an expression of power. Maybe. To maybe hold that over someone because they're not even gay most of the time, the people who are doing this. Right. But they're, I don't know, it's fucked up. Anyways. Oh. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Constantine, really good flick. <laughs> yeah, uh, for wait, sure. Wait, it's on HBO out. Max. I would go ahead and watch the shit out of that if I were you. How long ago did it come out? 2005. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's okay. due for a Keanu Reeves style 20 years later sequel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure they are doing that. I think they are. I think he's he's been mentioning quite recently how much he would like to come back to that character. And I'm all for it. I think it. it's happening. I am for it 100%. Okay, I need to watch this movie. You've never seen Constantine? I think I've seen it once. We've been married this long. You've seen it. I've seen it, but I haven't seen it in a very long time. Yeah, it's dope. Um, the last thing I want to mention, we watched as a family. Yes, I'm excited to talk Hubie about it. Hubie Halloween. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cute. Uh, uh, I almost said Hallmark. Netflix. It's very horny. <laughs> movie yeah it's dirty it's a very horny movie uh oh my goodness but i want to get some shirts printed like this lady has anybody seen it yet just me and shannon i have not seen it but i have heard terrible things i'm not gonna lie oh it's dumb as shit don't i mean don't (laughs) listen to that do you like adam sandler i mean yeah i love adam sandler you want to see him try to fall in love with julie bowen again again happy gilmore happy gilmore Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch that. Do you want to see almost every fucking person who's that. ever been in an Adam Sandler movie be in this movie? I mean, that's just a kind of a given, isn't it? Yeah. Aren't then then enjoy. It's not, it's not as bad as, like, some. This is one is of his it, better... It's a bad movie, but it's one of his better ones. It actually has a heartfelt message at the end, and I was quite Does taken back. I was a little... No, it's dumb as shit. I'm sorry. Well... I'm sorry. I disagree with you. I felt a little tingle and I was a little bit moved because I'm used to his movies being dumb. But this one had a little bit going for it. Besides the fact that I kept saying, wow, that's really dirty. Or it's there was very a shirt. horny movie. Oh, his mom in the movie <laughs> is played by what the hell's it lady. She <laughs> plays Joe in table 13. Oh my gosh! I, I don't. I'm not familiar with it. Oh, go watch uh, Table Thirteen while That's you're at really it. Good it's movie really good. Too. It's a very older lady, June Squibb. Let's check out her IMDb. What would you know her from? She's in Nebraska, About Schmidt, In and Out. She works a lot. She's in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I saw About Schmidt, but only one scene has remained in my memory she's on bones as barbara baker she's meemaw on big bang theory (gasps) oh meemaw (laughs) yeah she's a sweet older lady um and she she bought some (laughs) shirts at a flea market she's like i got them for 50 cents and he comes home and she's wearing this giant shirt that says boner donor it's got a plus sign (laughs) (laughs) And she tells him that boner means mistake. 
Well, he doesn't know what a boner is either because he's like a forever virgin. <laughs> and she's like, it means a mistake, which is true. And he uses it in the movie. Oh, I committed a boner. Yeah. <laughs> and then like every scene you see her in, she's wearing another one of these shirts. Like there's one that says, I shaved my balls for this. <laughs> Jesus. There's, There's a, one that says, if you can read this, you're in the fart zone. I really like that one. <laughs> yeah, they're very funny, and that's, that's a good runner. It is. And I'm sorry, my favorite shirt that she wore had, uh, let's go ki- or what it's so, kayaking. I'm all wet because I would just went kayaking or something like that. Something <laughs> weird. I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Our daughter was like, that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there is, it's not really, like, kids safe. It's very PG-13 because it's very horny because Hubie Halloween is a virgin who's in love with Julie Bowen his whole life. Who's and she's, like, really horny for him for really <laughs> no reason because he's kind of like a doof. He is, he's, uh-huh. It's Adam Sandler doing another accent again. Yeah. Like a, a weird voice. Like a... Like a water boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much like a water boy. boy. We talk like this, you know. But but everybody's really funny in it. Like, Tim Meadows is really funny. Maya Rudolph is really funny. I love Tim Meadows. Steve Buscemi is really funny. Ray Liotta is such a cocksucker. He's funny. But his whole family's in this movie. His wife and his 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 daughters are in this movie acting. And it's cute. And I'm glad that if he has to do these movies... He's doing them on his terms. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's always been doing. I would still like to see him do more things like Uncut Gems, even though I still haven't watched that movie. <laughs> so I guess maybe don't. Maybe just keep doing <laughs> Hubie Halloween, I guess. If that tells you anything, I watched this fucker and not... <laughs> and I didn't watch Uncut Gems. <laughs> oh, I can't hey, I think I, I've walked into the room and Crystal was watching that and I saw this part... Uh, the lady's talking to Adam Sandler, and she's like, "Well, who are the who's the guys that were always picking on you and chasing you uh, with the yeah. rolling pin or something yeah. like that?" And he's like, "Where was that?" Oh Lord! Oh yeah, I mean, Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Julie Bowen, Ray Liotta, Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider, Maya Rudolph, Tim Meadows, Michael Chiklis, June Squibb, George Wallace, Keenan oh Thompson, Shaquille O'Neal, Ben Stiller, Jackie Sandler. Oh, Ben Stiller's in there reprising his Happy Gilmore role. Oh, get the frick out of here. Yeah. No. You're in my world now. Uh, let's see. Shut Both of his daughters. Face. Noah Schnapps in here. Colin Quinn. Dan Patrick. Who's another common. All right, I'm in. The Betsy kids Sidaro. are begging us to watch this. They're like, we want to see this. Yeah. We want to see this. And we're finally like, okay, let's watch it. The least funny one was Kevin James. He wasn't very funny in the movie. Because you're not supposed to like him, but... But boy, is he got... Oh, my gosh. He's got a Thor thing going. I'll just Tim Meadows is so funny in the movie. Him and uh, Maya Rudolph are married, and they don't have much of a relationship. Because they're like high school sweethearts, and they just don't like each other very much. Because <laughs> it seems like a very <laughs> small town type of deal. I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. And uh, it's very, very funny. I think we already sold it. You don't have to keep going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all I've got. Angela, what did you watch? Yeah, Angela. So I didn't watch much, which, you know, was, sucks. But I did finish The Boys. <gasps> so oh. I'm all caught up on The Boys. Wait, wait, wait. Spoiler alert. So don't you spoil it for Matt, but I will say I really enjoyed the finale and that how it was not like a cliffhanger it was almost as if they didn't know if they were getting renewed i agree with that um i i really liked it as well if it didn't get renewed i would have been satisfied with that correct okay so i I wasn't crazy i mean i'm no i mean i'm glad that there's more i i yeah definitely want there to be more but if that had been it i'd be all right with that yeah like i'm i still don't believe that that's the end of the good place like (laughs) that wasn't an ending (laughs) um yeah it was it was homelander though man Hmm. wow (sighs) 
That's all you have to say. (laughs) It got weird Mm -hmm. there at the end. Uh, I'm not not quite sure. Uh, Boy. Or Kevin or Kevin Urban. I went from Keith Urban to Kevin Urban. Carl <laughs> Urban. You know, world Dang famous it. actor for the last 20 years, Carl Urban. Right. <laughs> Carl Urban is just the freaking best. Oh. And Love he him. doesn't get worse. He just maintains his awesomeness. I yeah. am impressed. <laughs> I watched a cute little The Boys cast talks about stuff and they answer these questions and it was like, who's going to nail it in one take every time? And everyone's like, it's Carl. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it. He's like, that's how you do it. You get it done. I'm sorry, but my favorite character on The Boys (laughs) is the Frenchie dude. Yep. Oh my gosh. Frenchie is the best. Yeah, he has to be my favorite. And I love his relationship with uh, what's her face, Kamiko. Kamiko, yeah. Kamiko, thank you. Yes. My favorite character now is Homebanger. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. That's again. definitely my favorite part. You missed our whole conversation about Homebanger and the cuck porn. Oh my gosh, I cannot even. I was dying with that. laughing. I was not. You like it when I fuck your wife, I... dude? Yes, Homebanger. <laughs> <laughs> I was so uncomfortable for what's his face just sitting there watching that Huey yeah it, yeah it just made me think and I, I mentioned this earlier so if, listeners I'm sorry I'm repeating myself but Angela wasn't here that Kripke must have had some really funny shit in mind for busty Asian beauties on Supernatural <laughs> that he finally got to express himself in a certain way and if probably if uh, Jensen Ackles' character doesn't walk around with at least one busty Asian beauties DVD, I'm going to be mad. Oh my gosh! You know he's going to though. Like, th- there's no way he doesn't. We don't even know. Oh my gosh! I'm better. excited. I'm, I'm excited, so excited too. I'm so excited. When does the next season come out? I mean. Later. Later. Disappointing. All right. What else did you watch there, Angela? Or was that it? Um. So I also started watching a couple of documentaries. I started watching The Vow. Oh. Documentary about Nexium. Um, and I started to watch the uh, American Murder or something like that. On Netflix, the, the murder of, next door. Yeah, yeah. American uh, American murder. I think I don't know. It's the Shanann Watts story. American murderer, um, the family next door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I heard that one's a tough watch. It is a tough watch. Um, it's all found footage. There's no Ooh. interviews. There's no nothing. So you just watch this unfold. Um, there's text messages between Shanann and her friends and her family and and Chris and his girlfriend and you know it, it's. This is the one in Montana or whatever, and the dude dyes his mustache and he's totally gay and banging some dude named Trent Bolte, but they never mentioned Trent Bolte at all in the documentary. I don't think that's true, no. Oh, this is definitely it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because the Drew and Mike show talked to Trent Bolte. And they needed to talk to him because he has insane vocal fry. And so they wanted to talk to him about that. Because that's it's Drew and Mike. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I so- don't think that's real though like i don't think that's a really really a part of the story yeah the dude was gay well what is it that you got to see what did it is this the same one i don't where the guy kills his wife and daughters he killed his wife and his daughters 
yeah, that's to him. be with his girlfriend. Yep. No, and he was totally gay with this guy named Trent I Bolte. Mean, huh. Interesting. Yeah. They just don't mention it all in the documentary. I mean, this isn't the only or this isn't the only piece of media I've consumed about this story. I've never heard this before. He was interviewed by uh, twenty twenty or whatever. I'm. An, it's not that I don't believe you. It's that I find what you're saying unbelievable. <laughs> Based on what to, you've seen, or yeah, yeah, because I've I've heard this story from several different. Uh, uh, you know, there was a whole podcast about it. I there, hmm. not, and then this documentary, and I I listened to a lot of different true crime podcasts that all tell a lot of the same stories. So, like, you get a whole bunch of different people's perspectives on this, and I don't remember that ever coming up. But that doesn't mean I just don't remember it. Although it seems like it would be unforgettable. I guess it's. I guess I'm looking at right now. Some people are saying that it's not true, but he he was definitely interviewed, and he has like the same back tattoo or something like that as hmm. Chris. That's really interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. That's odd for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's there's like too many coincidences and stuff. I don't know. I didn't know that it was like a disputed thing. I just had heard this a long time ago and then I thought it was hilarious. Drew and Michael show wanted to talk to him because of his vocal fry. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's where your voice fries <laughs> like that. They thought it was funny. Hmm. Okay. There's like, I guess he's on cause he's a gay escort. <laughs> Which is how him and Chris knew each other, I guess. And there's videos of him like critiquing like makeup and stuff. <laughs> and they what? they have a drop they play in the Drew Mike show all the time where he goes, "That highlight though, that highlight though," and it's really funny. And I don't know why it's funny. It just is. Mm. Oh my goodness. <gasps> okay. Yeah. So enjoy that. A little peek into my noggin. <laughs> So, what can you tell us about the show? Um, I mean, it's it's just really harrowing. It, it it's a really awful story. It's oh. um, yeah, he murders his wife and kids. Well, she yeah, said it's based on true account. No, it's it's this it's guy's admitted to it and everything. This yeah, yeah, this this happened. He and there was he's such a dumbass. There's no way he was ever going to get away with it. Yeah, no, he was not criminally sophisticated in They any knew way, immediately it was him. They knew immediately they just had to wait till the evidence popped up because he's so stupid. Oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. And then, and really all it took was a failed polygraph, which, you know, as, as we all know, doesn't necessarily mean anything. That, and I think the they, cell phone company providing them with the pings. Yeah. yeah after that, it was like, oh, you went everywhere the bodies were dumped. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yep. It's it's awful, and it's especially awful because you see Shanann Watts lived her life very much on social media. Mm. So you see a lot of, like, videos pulled from her Facebook account that's, like, him being a really great dad and, you know, the girls absolutely adoring him and, and saying, you know, my daddy's my hero and... Yeah, as far as I know, they didn't have, like, any oh marital God. problems, right? No. No. This, he just he went, just, like, nuts. Yeah, No, he just, he decided, he got a new girlfriend. He just, he, and he boyfriend. was just done with her. Oh, my gosh. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is um, sick. I'm sorry. Yeah. He just, he wanted to. It wasn't like he was abusive or anything either. He oh. just a fucking murderer. It's weird. Ugh. He's just yeah. a straight psychopath. I th- I think he's just a straight psychopath. He was like, "All right, I'm done with this." Yeah, but that's a huge. I want to get over here. Just like doing like nothing to being a murderer. Typically, you're going to be killing some dogs. You're going to have some sort of short temper. You're going to have, you're you know, there's going to be something. 
But as far as I know, this dude didn't exhibit any sort of negative behavior like that. He just went crazy. He just murdered his whole family. Oh. But I don't know. I didn't watch the documentary. Do they talk about that at all? I I'm only I only watched like the first half of it, but so far new. No, they have not talked about it at all. Hmm. About his childhood or anything. So Okay. It, there could be we'll some uh, see, stuff. I don't think there was. I think by all accounts he was just a good kid, a good guy. A... Nobody would have ever thought that this was going to happen. Wow. I heard it was a tough watch, but now I don't even have the slightest desire to watch it. I, if you're interested in the story, there, I, I would recommend it in podcast form. Having the visuals of of the girls and the text messages and all that stuff, it's it makes it a really hard set. That and you can get through this entire story in a good thirty minutes. Mm. You don't need multiple episodes to tell this one. It's pretty quick. Yeah, it's. I think it's just one, like one, like an hour and a half doc. But I couldn't. I couldn't do it in one sitting. Right, but I think there you can probably find a podcast, a single podcast yeah. episode around forty-five minutes that can handle it. Hmm. Yeah, probably. I mean, they did it on 2020 or Dateline or something in one episode, so probably they can. Uh, I don't remember which one it was on, but it's Doctor Field did it in six episodes. That highlight, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, guys, that's our recommendations for the week. I do have only one minor piece of movie news. In that, Bruce Willis did a commercial for advanced auto parts you guys see this mm. no oh we need to watch it together it's, it's long though it's a two minute uh, commercial for advanced auto parts basically he has to go buy a die hard battery oh Jesus this is like a mini movie uh, <laughs> Theo is in it from die hard the first die hard Mm-hmm. As well as oh Argyle. I don't even remember Theo. You remember Theo? He was the computer nerd. Oh my gosh, remember? that's forever ago. And the quarterback is Toast. That guy? Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah, yeah. And Argyle's in it. And the dude Argyle ate. <laughs> 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 Sorry, he got he put on a lot of weight since mm. uh his skinny days. Do you think Alan Rickman would have participated in this? Fuck no. Right? Plus, Bruce Willis is walking around like he's hobbled. He doesn't look like he knows how to run. It's really like weird. Old as, he's old as balls. I just watched Death stuff. Wish like last year, and he was fine in it. You know what I mean? Getting mm-hmm. blood on the seats, man. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend people go watch that commercial. It's not as cute as the E.T. one that was for like Comcast or whatever. Right. That one was cute. The Rick Moranis one for Ryan Reynolds' phone company was great. Yeah, then Rick Moranis got punched in the face. So that's it for this yeah, week, that y'all. Yeah. <clears throat> Live your life like Bruce Willis. You can never have too much blood, sweat, or dirt. <laughs> okay. Wait, shouldn't we live our lives like Rick Moranis? Hey, it's Aaron hopping in for. <laughs> as, as we ex- I heard it. As, I had to just say as I. we exit to next week's episode. Oh, God. So, guys, yes, next week, hit us up, moviedummies at gmail.com or go to anchor.fm slash moviedummies and leave us a voice massage. Uh, tell us what you've been watching. Give us some good recommendations. All that jazz. Thank you guys for listening so much. And we will be back next week to talk about Hootman's Border Guard. The 2017 film starring Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson that me and Shannon like. Let's see what the other guys think about it when we get there. Yep. So, mm. um, yeah. Thanks again, guys. As always, I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. Uh, Matt. 
I'm A. And Aaron, give us one quick recommendation. You have 18 seconds. I played God of War. I beat God of War. It was unbelievable and followed storyline very well. And I love the Nordic expansion. He said that last time he was on, so nothing new. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just beat it. I oh. beat it, beat it. He beat it, all right. Bye, guys. Yeah.